Ah, welcome, 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 welcome. <laughs> this is episode five of Y'all Have to Be Here. It's your boy, Stephen Marcus Relaford. Niles Abston. Arthur Hamilton. Johnny Mack. So, yeah. What's up, man? Episode five. How we feeling? All What's is up? well. Yeah, all's well, feeling good. See, now has got the merch on. Yeah. Zoom in on the merch. August 26th, baby. Yeah. We got merch. Go ahead. The yeah. link is in the bio. Brooklyn. If you fuck with the show, go ahead and get you a sweatshirt. Get you a yeah, t-shirt, man. Merch, man. Show that you, you know, support the show and everything. Let people know that you you was there. Yeah. Know? Yeah, you was there. And let people know it. the abbreviation ain't that long. For real. Okay? <laughs> I mean, people been hitting me up. Man, what the hell is YHGB? I can't find that shit in the YouTube. <laughs> nigga, it's an abbreviation for the show. Okay, right. goddamn it. But nobody's saying shit about YMCMB, nigga. <laughs> it's the same amount of letters. That's Thank real. you. <laughs> Y'all just don't fuck with us because we can't rap. <laughs> we got fans that they, they just can't read. It's like critical thing, I guess. This shit hard. They're like, when Lil Wayne yeah, going to join the show? Shit, it's hard. All right. I, I, YMCMB, and, nigga. Uh, get your tickets, man. Get your tickets. Yes. They flying. So they going. Uh, apparently, like we, the tickets are really moving early. So don't miss out because you didn't. Uh, August exactly twenty sixth. Yes. Tickets. The Brooklyn. early tickets are ten bucks. Tickets at the door is fifteen. So you just go ahead and make a decision. I'm gonna go ahead and get this ticket now instead of waiting. It's gonna save you five dollars. Yep. yep. So and. You get to see my special earlier than everybody else. Damn. So you get to save five dollars and you get to watch a new comedy special for everybody else. What are you doing? Uh, if you live in New York City, get your ticket. Yeah. If you real. was at the boat show, get your ticket. If you was at Basement Fest, get your ticket. You get know your ticket. you know what we about to do. You know what it is. Yeah, you know what you it is. You know what and it tag is. Us. If you get your ticket early, man, go ahead and post that shit and tag yeah. us. We'll post share definitely. it. Definitely. Tag us. Yeah. Out here and support some young Artists, entrepreneurs yeah. out here getting this shit in. Mm-hmm. Don't screenshot the shit with your uh, your credit card information on there though. Don't do that. Don't okay? do that. Yeah. I want you to <laughs> be a lot safe. Of scammers out here. Oh yeah. <laughs> I'll add it to my DoorDash in like <laughs> two minutes. Somebody, Jack. Uh, have y'all got hit on Cash App yet? Hell no. No. My cash no. App, like three or four times. Like my Cash App has been. Stole, like niggas have ordered Postmates on my shit. You be DM, be DMing them niggas on Instagram. <laughs> Why you clicking them links, nigga? No, nigga, don't click no. the link, nigga. Yeah, I'm trying to get my blue check. I was like, oh shit, uh, man, that shit got me so paranoid. <laughs> my uncle sent me, uh, he sent me a link when they started like having the at home COVID test. He uh like he was like yeah get you get your COVID test and then he sent me a link and I was like nah nigga I ain't clicking on that shit nigga hell no <laughs> fuck that I don't know if this is you um. Somebody probably got your phone. <laughs> it's possible, nigga. <laughs> you go to sleep early. Somebody could have came and took your phone, nigga. And like, yeah, let me go ahead and send everybody this Bro, link. I had a dude from high school. I got a DM. He's like, can you vote for me in this influencer competition? I'm like, bro, you a mailman at our hometown. Like, this is, you just got hacked. <laughs> it's not real. That's, that's when I knew comedians was down bad bro the amount of comedians that was getting hit oh on, yeah on the cash oh yeah shit. oh yeah i was like y'all needed 300 dollars that bad that God damn bad niggas was getting their whole identity stole yep bro bro they was posting instagram because what they were doing is <laughs> they would tell you to send them a video of you talking yep. about it and i was like no nah, this gotta be some like some cgi i thought it was too because i was like i was like nigga they are making filters with people face but then i was like then i realized a couple of the niggas i was like you really did that bro, shit bro what you, you thought you thought the scammers was out here was out here with a marvel budget nigga <laughs> 
They was not using CGI. They was getting niggas that <laughs> just didn't know what they was doing. But they would tell you to send them a video of yourself being like, I just submitted. Promoting blah, 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 them. Promoting it. And then they would take your account, block everybody. And, yep. they, and then they would post the story of you saying that shit yep. on there. So now everybody just thinks. You just being kind of weird right yeah, now. Oh, I guess. this nigga weird. Where's this nigga's mama at? Yeah, yeah, like, niggas was like getting that. scammed, bro. Real bad. Like th- that just shows you how. Because uh, you know how they were getting people. It was like, um, I, they'd be like, "All right, I'm gonna pay you thirteen hundred. I'm gonna pay you three hundred, and then yeah. they would, then they would pay you thirteen. And they'll pay you thirteen hundred. It's like, yeah. oh, send, send me a send thousand a certain back. back, bro. When I worked at the bank, I that shit would happen. Like through the mail or over the telephone to a lot of seniors and shit, and they would come yeah, in and like, "Oh yeah, yeah, I just need to take out this money and send it to this person. Let me write a check to this person." And then, like you know, they would people would come into the bank and like tell you their business, and I'm like, "Don't do it, don't do it. I'm gonna tell you what's gonna happen. We'll have to close your account, not just your debit card, your whole account, mm. and we open you a new one. You got Social Security going in there. We're gonna have to call them. It's gonna be a whole process. You're gonna miss some payments." Yeah. All your shit's gonna get fucked up. All your bills and everything. And a lot of older people have their shit like in order. You know That's what great. I mean? So like you're gonna miss your the, the the money that you get coming in, and then you, all your automatic shit is gonna get fucked up. Damn. And it happens so many times. So then when I start seeing this shit happen with, through Cash App and everything, I was like, damn, they found a way to get to get young people with the same tactic uh, that they used on senior through, citizens. Through an app. Do an app, nigga. Hold your social media over your head, nigga. They, <laughs> People lose their they, they know what they're doing when they target Cash App because everyone on Venmo has their shit together. People on Cash App are desperate. <laughs> like, if you go for someone on Cash App, like you're probably going to trick up. Like, I'll, I'll take the $300. Yeah. I got Cash App. <laughs> this is my yeah. bank account. It's on Cash App. The, the one that was really fucked up, so I guess there was this dude who was DMing comedians specifically, mm-hmm. saying like, hey, I want to hire you to do a private comedy yep. show. And he was like, I'll pay you up front before the show. And that's when he would be like, I'll pay you 500 now if you come do the show this weekend. And people would be like, yeah. So then he'd be like, he'd send you like 2,500 by, he'd be like, I sent you 2,500 by accident. Can you send me 2,000 back? And then he was getting comedians, bro. Oh, no. Specifically that's comedians. So and so up. my thing is like, who told a scammer like, hey, the stand-up comedy community is desperate. Like, who told this nigga that shit? This nigga probably been hanging out around us after shows. Right? And shit like, Damn, that shit is broke. scary, bro. You know what's crazy? It's like, could you... I think you could still actually come up when the nigga sends you money if you just scam the nigga back. Right. Like... <laughs> <laughs> You gotta like counter scam. You gotta counter. You gotta be ahead of the scam. Oh, I sent you twenty five hundred on accident. Well, ain't my fault. <laughs> right, fuck your show, nigga. Nah, you did that oh, on yeah. purpose. You thought I was gonna send it back. Yeah, That's you, real. You're 20. trying to get me. Guess what? You got got, nigga. I'm keeping. Thank that. you. <laughs> Just say thank you. Yeah, it's over. Appreciate it. That's like six shows worth, nigga. You block them. Yep, block that ass. Yeah. <laughs> crazy. That shit is wild. Man, yeah, young people, man, social media, niggas would die over that shit. Mm-hmm. Not me. Take my shit, nigga. I'm gonna be all right. Right. Fuck that. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah. Uh, y'all so, watch that show. Oh, the rehearsal? The rehearsal. Oh, Nathan Fielder. We shit. gotta yeah, talk about it. that shit. Because yeah. that shit was fucking my brain. Nigga. Uh, I watched it about five times and I still don't get it. <laughs> Nigga, I watched all the episodes like on repeat, and I was just like, "Well, 
All right. Outside of my first reaction was like, all right, this is white people being weird with a budget. Yeah. Oh, I was yeah, like, oh, yeah. exactly. What outside of that, I was just like, I didn't know how to digest it. I was like, where, how is this being, like, where am I as an audience? Is this entertaining? entertaining? Yeah, am I was I like, shocked? how am I supposed am to I sad? enjoy this? Do I there hate this nothing. or like this? Because it felt like a weird, in-depth, like, Truman Show. It is like Truman Like a reality show, yeah. version of the Truman Show. Yeah. yeah. And, like, some weird, it was, I don't know, man. How'd y'all, I, I just didn't get that shit, bro. I, just, I was like, what the fuck is Niles talking about? What is this shit? Why is everybody talking about this What is the this reason? What, what's the reason we watching this shit? A lot of exactly. it is, like, why are you, why are you this doing this necessary? Why? Yeah. And could have, could this have been done by a black person? No. Fuck Most no. things can't, bro. We ain't doing that shit. I don't think anybody would take the time out of their day to, like, think about that. And he's on the spectrum, right? Who? Uh, uh, Nathan Fielder? No. Yeah. He's not. No, he's, he's not. He's he, just a deadpan. He's like, playing a character. That's that all. Seems. Have like. you ever that's watched Nathan? I, could, I thought he was on the spectrum. Have no. you seen his original show, Nathan For You? Yeah. Yeah, I just started like watching that shit. The same, you know, character that yeah. he's basically playing, but. But because it, it seems like the people he's choosing for this show are could be on the spectrum. And yes, and that's the, why I thought every single person. I thought every dude, person I mean, was. If you on, like trivia Jeopardy, like and that's why you went on the spectrum. That's why the first episode was kind of fucked because he was an older black guy. And this is still a problem in the black community now is black kids don't get uh, diagnosed yep. with ADHD, right. ADD, autism, all those kind of things. They just tell us we bad and they they beat the ADD out of you. Pretty like, much. I remember yeah. like literally being black growing up and they were like, we don't do that shit over yeah. here. Yeah. We don't do that ADHD shit. You no. gonna get spanked. Stop being bad. This nigga down. bad. And that's so it. you got this older black dude that's probably was never diagnosed with being on the spectrum or whatever and he's just super good at trivia. Yeah. And like, and so he it's crazy how like he was freaking out about telling his friend that he didn't have a master's degree and like nothing in his brain ever told him like, oh, this is my friend of 12 years. She's not going to give a fuck. Yeah. I didn't realize because it was that long until they said, obviously down. he probably yeah. was on the spectrum or something like that. And so yeah. like now Nathan Fielder, like gets all this emotion up and builds this thing it. around it. And then I was, I was even telling my friend when we were watching, I was like, I guarantee you he's going to sit down and tell his friend. She's going to be like, oh, okay. And then he's just not probably not even gonna register. Like, well, why did I just do all of this shit for the past week to get Nigga. ready? <laughs> he put blanks in the shot in the in the in the shotgun and in the buckshot in the, the skeet. Yeah, yeah. Talking about, oh, shooting. you shot he a starts, little too hot. You shot too quick. Him. It was like we're both not good at this. He's like, we're gonna try to get us connected <laughs> right. emotionally. The craziest part is when he's feeding him the answers secretly. Yeah. That was yeah, wild. And the, Bird the Khalifa. Cop, the cop is like, this is when I cursed the Chinese, Chinese for inventing gunpowder. <laughs> that might have been the one part that made me like the truly biggest, laugh the tallest out. building oh. in the world, the Bird Khalifa. This is the tallest building. It's the Bird Khalifa. Oh, it, shit was it, there were a couple parts that made me laugh really hard. Yeah, it's a funny show. Wait, it's wait. just <laughs> fucked. But it's not all funny. A lot That's of it is thing. like unsettling. Just sometimes I like going into it. I felt bad. I didn't know how to laugh i didn't know where and how like is this right. supposed to be funny because the fourth episode i didn't laugh it just was fucking, it was no. just making the me acting like, class i was like what the fuck that made me be like i don't want to act really because it's he all, almost just like desperate he made them look actors desperate. are desperate yeah, yeah. and it is yeah very true very true but it all but it, i like the fourth it's episode like already, they went to uber yeah. Tuba. Yeah. i had <laughs> talked to my girl about that like how like kind of i watched it i was like this some shit marcus <laughs> i was like oh this yeah. the, i saw you shit i fuck with this nigga yeah, right yeah. here so it's like i i had talked to my girl about how like actors are kind of desperate and these predators take advantage of that shit you know what i mean but that really shined even more of a light like uh 
it, it shine it gave you a different perspective on how like how desperate yeah actors are yeah and I, like these niggas stalked people that shit was crazy that's yeah. weird yeah, yeah bro it's not about studying they were like stalking everybody was like okay yeah well, yeah, they're like, yeah, I find their Instagram, I find their Twitter, yeah. I find out where they live. I found out this person mom. like, what? Now, see, if you just had them in an acting class, people will be weird, but they know they tell them they're on HBO right now. Yeah, they're like, and you're yeah. on a so show. They're gonna this do acting it. class right here is a show for HBO. Right? Yeah. So they're like already in the show for they HBO. Were, and it, they, so when, they know when, they'll do anything. Just about to them. Ex- yeah. explain to the people listening, basically Nathan Fielder started a acting class to prepare people for his types of shows. Where they they like shadow somebody or they have to play a true to life part. So like yeah. if they're doing something where they're getting somebody like for the first episode, this dude he does his trivia night every week and he needs to tell a friend that he didn't get a master's degree and he's been lying about it. So you have to feel the so basically they do a rehearsal before each uh before they do the thing. So you have to populate the bar with like real people that's gonna act like they're at a bar. You just basically just live in real life. So Nathan Fielder started an acting class to prepare actors to do those kinds of things in his show. He shows. creates a simulation yeah, right. of reality. You're gonna be in the Truman show exactly. Basically. He needs right. you to be in his Truman show. He program. literally creates a simulation. It's almost like you put yourself into Grand Theft Auto. Yeah. yeah. Just like how you can walk in front of the comedy store. Oh yeah. The yeah. same shit that they like you're did. playing and an it's NPC. A, yeah. And it's kind oh, of you like become an NPC of yourself. Yeah. To prepare for reality. And so that yeah. acting class was they had to go find someone and shadow them, learn about them, and then become them the next day at in the class. So they so you have people dressed up as like chefs a with barber, aprons on, a barber, mechanic. one lady was in a security outfit. Nick, yeah, yeah. When she when she practiced and stood there, that she was she funny. just stood and there. Like, right. oh. Okay, that's amazing. Yeah, that's that's so I was like, these motherfuckers is crazy. When that when when the funny. Asian dude chopped the meat up, like the like the uh like the the butcher, I yeah. was like, they get the fuck out of here. Y'all are oh, fucking no, maniacs. At first, he's like, you have to go shadow the person, and then they're all like, he's like, is something wrong? And the one dude's like, I don't want to work. It's yeah, like, the old nigga. They, yeah. they moved to Los Angeles to be actors for one reason. They don't want to work a real right. job. Right. They want to. Well, <laughs> the last most, thing they want to do. The most fucked up part to me. Like, episode four is fucked up, right? Yeah. But in episode three, the white dude that was in Canes, Eden, <laughs> that had, he was practicing on how to tell his brother, like, hey, uh, you know, give me my part of the wheel from granddad or from dad. Yeah. You know, it's like my girl, my girlfriend's not a gold digger. Yeah. You know, his brother being an engineer, and I think even younger than him, too, um, yeah. having this whole, like, it seems like this, like, mental dominance yeah. because he was, dynamic. like, power dynamic because he, like, Technically, what we would call smarter, you know what mm-hmm, I mean, mm-hmm. due to engineering stuff. Um, and he's getting penalized for like being with somebody who he really likes, and like you know, I mean, it's hard. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, sometimes you'll end up with somebody who probably take advantage of you, but we, you can't fully know that, you right, know what I right. mean? But especially to do with will money. So when he used the actor's granddad, who he didn't tell was a fucking actor. When he used that nigga to dig up the gold and like help him wipe yeah. his ass, that was that I was like, all right, that's you crossed the line right there. Like you helped this nigga. You tricked someone you into tricked wiping somebody to wipe an old dude's ass. And Is the, that even for legal? them to create this like they built this bond that was synthetic. 
Man. Oh, the, you man. gotta know them HBO contracts is airtight, nigga. Bro, airtight. that is fucked but the cra- up. But that's not even fucked up. The crazy is that he breaks when he said he breaks down in the canes. When he breaks down in the canes, has the moment of like he, asking his brother, "I deserve the money," but it's in the rehearsal. Yeah, yeah. Yep. with he, the and actor. It's so cathartic and so real for him. He doesn't call Nathan back. He doesn't nope. do it for real because yep. pretending to do it was enough. Yep. I'm surprised that dude didn't, you know, end that himself. That's crazy. fucked up, bro. Like. That shit damn near made me cry. I was like, All I can bro, assume is if you're on the show, I really you're like, huh? I say, I assume if you're on the show and you got an HBO contract, even if you're not a real actor, like, they got to pay that dude something. Yeah. They, oh, yeah. yeah he yeah. made some money for that. Yeah, that he was day. the subject. You I know feel what like I mean? that's why he walked away. He was like, oh, HBO just paid me, and I got the emotional release. That's like, real. Good right. enough. That's real. Yeah, and it's like, that shit almost made me cry, man. It's like, Damn, nigga, yeah, I was, was, was you got to be sad as fuck to cry inside of Raising Cane's, nigga. <laughs> <laughs> you got to be yeah. so sad. You imagine somebody just moving your chicken out the way so they can get <laughs> Don't cry on a chicken, nigga. No hey, 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 hey. Give me that cane sauce, nigga. You, don't you. you better cry over there. See this Texas toast, nigga? <laughs> that shit was fucked up. He broke that grown man down for what? These are, like, they... Right. It, that's the thing. For, it's yeah, like, why it's, are you doing this? This is none of your thing. business. This is none of your business, and you interjected your, yourself into this man's. It's like all this time and money just to make Marcus feel uncomfortable. For real. <laughs> like, who's for the real. audience? Like, I for agree. Real. Like, I'm watching. I'm it, like, like, who's the audience for he this? He's sick. Because then, like, there is funny shit that happens, but this nigga does not lie. <laughs> what he's he, prepared. Nah, that nigga's a piece of shit. <laughs> I don't give a fuck. That nigga, the shit he did on his other show, like the on Comedy Central, with the companies and stuff. That was that was a bit more funny. But yeah, it was like, funny. Well, I don't I don't think this show is focused on being funny. This is I think fucking this show is people's... straight up like he just wants to do some wild shit okay, yeah. and see if he can get away with it. Right. Okay, hold on. Okay, what was it? Which that? is like the epitome of being a white man with money. Okay, the part that was hell yeah. funny. Doing some wild shit and getting away with it. <laughs> yeah. The part For that everybody was... is glory in yeah. entertainment and material games. He's a white dude that's already made money in comedy and yep. TV. So he's just kind of like, what do white dudes do once they get money and they're comfortable? Like, whatever the fuck they want. Whatever the fuck I want, <laughs> I'm, I'm going to push the limit. Let me see what I can do. I'm let me be see. edgy as fuck. He probably pitched that show to HBO thinking, like, they're not going to let me do this yeah. shit. And then whenever, like, yeah, sure. And he was like, wait, what? Oh, yeah, we're shooting next month. Like, oh shit, bro! Because the <laughs> second, the, like the second episode is just like that's that's kind of like yeah, you're yeah. following it through. It's like where the fuck did he get the budget for this shit? Because a house. Because let me let's, house, let's break yeah. this shit down. Break it down, please. Because this is when so I was just gonna bring up. like my house, bro. <laughs> like, so he found this crazy ass <laughs> Christian lady in Oregon this bitch, who wants bro. to be a mom, but he's gonna let her simulate. Being a mom before actually doing it. In her dream house, dream location. Dream house, big house on a farm. It was in Oregon, right? In Oregon. And I feel like people in Oregon are already a little bit different. You know what I mean? Because they're such more accepting to like other lifestyles. A lot of barefoot. To drugs, a lot of barefoot type of shit. Grounding and all that shit. That's just Portland, bro. Everything. Literally, you guys out of Portland and shit, Alabama, nigga. (laughs) <laughs> Shout out Portland though. Like literally yeah. Yeah. Out Portland's Portland. amazing. I love Portland But like literally like There's white supremacist groups That started in Oregon Oh shit Thank yeah, you for bro. that okay. Thank you for that information yeah. like, oh, though. I, I mean that's any That's better any than... That's any part of the nation that Yeah but I'm saying Outside of the metropolitan area But people think Oregon Is like this liberal spot Because Portland's there Like no Like there's a part of Oregon Right now That's trying to become Part of Idaho Because they want to be In a oh, conservative man. state like and like a Dang. dude, this dude, I think it was Ronnie Chang on the Daily Show was like, "Y'all know weed's not legal in Idaho." 
it's legal in Oregon. They're like, we don't care. That's crazy. They want to leave. Like they're they they will give up weed so they can go be racist and have guns mm-hmm. and shit. And I no. real quick mm-hmm. while we got Oregon as a topic, I need to shout out Welch's Oregon. Oh, Welch's is the shit. Niles and I, that's I mean that's some of the most fun I've ever had. Doing oh hell comedy. yeah! Was in Welch's Oregon, Mountain Town at a bar. Was one of the best comedy shows I've ever we been put a part on a, of. We put on a damn good show, Welch's Oregon. Yeah. Shout out to them. Shout out episode two. But yeah, so this this lady, she's like very conservative Christian, and she wants to be a mom. So he's gonna have her simulate being a mom of a child that grows to eighteen years old over Bro. like two months. So <laughs> this I've means been gone for nine years. You had to get the you had to get, <laughs> that's funny. You had to get you had to get the budget to one get the house, and then he needs child actors. To play this baby Infants. from every, infant to 18. So every day they get a year older. I think, exactly. Much, right? Every couple of days. So you have to pay all these actors to play this kid. The infants get have the to house, in and out too. Yeah. And then to let this go on for two months in Oregon. Like who has the budget for this shit? Bro, she's going to hate. I was thinking about that. She probably hates her life after that shit. I like, definitely think so. This is wacky. She probably stopped believing in God. Like that's some bullshit. <laughs> You let this shit happen to me. I said a prayer to you, nigga. I said this shit is bigger. I know it's a production, but it, your your divine power is bigger than this shit. And so, like, she's like dating at the beginning to find like a guy that'd be cool with being a part of the experiment. That's the what niggas, I wanted to bring the up. The nigga she found was insane. This such That's weird so, ass. He's so crazy. Weird. His brother went viral on Twitter the really? next day. His brother tweeted like, "I've been saying my brother is crazy and insane for a while now. Watch this new show, and y'all will see that I was right." And he went viral. Because he's like, that was he's his obsessed brother. with the numbers. Where he's like, it's three thirty-three. Look, look, I'm going forty-four miles per hour. And he'll say yeah, something about yeah, yeah. Jesus. Look at yep. the road sign. New beginnings. Yeah, look, it's exit eight. It's eight oh eight p.m. I saw yeah. the eight when eight the turn it. It's nine now, but I saw it when and the turn it. Babies. Eight is babies. So I'm I'm meant to raise this baby. You're like That's sunrise on mushrooms. It is. It's like, it's like the spiritual. It's like a spiritual dude. Zendian. He like takes everything back to Jesus too. It was ridiculous. When he. And so he was roommates with that one dude yep. that, that don't believe in God. He's like, he's, I think it's just a coincidence. And like, he was just like, he was like, nah, man, you don't understand. And he like was going to fight the dude. That and, shit was funny. And, there. and so they was like yelling at each other. Then he packed all his shit up and left. And Nathan Fielder was like, so what happened in there? He goes, the demon inside him can't handle the Jesus in me. <laughs> I was like, nigga, shut the fuck Bro, up. Bro, it was so The funny. demon inside him can't handle the Jesus inside me. You, you knew the roommate was... Uh, Fed up oh with this God. nigga. He was so like, up. when he was in the fridge, and he was like, "Ain't no mayonnaise ain't here." No mayonnaise. He was like, "Buy some." You should like, buy some. The then. fuck, nigga, I ain't your mama. <laughs> I don't even eat that shit. You black nigga ain't supposed to be eating that shit. I don't eat that shit. <laughs> Maybe you should buy some then. <laughs> that sounds funny. <laughs> but then she dumped him because he wanted to have sex, and she doesn't believe in sex before marriage. She's like a very hardcore Christian, so he out the he out the picture. This nigga. So left. then now Nathan Fielder is being the Acting dad as the bo- dad. Yeah, the boyfriend. That shit. shit is so funny, nigga. Watching him work in the field and then coming inside. I, I don't know anything about gardening. But I'm out here. But then, anyway, but then and the, she's spending most of her time inside. This bitch was dancing. This nigga mad. She's chilling, bro. She was doing all that movements and shit. But that show was the, funny. Because the kids are growing so fast, like it's not real time. So then he realizes the crops have to grow that fast. So they actually have the producers buying shit from the grocery store and putting it in the dirt. When I saw so them, in the morning, he's pulling out like carrots from the store. And you see him turn the. He's like, and then I realized you can't have everything perfect. And there's yep. like a sticker from the store on. 
on one the, of the peppers on the, on the pepper and he yep. just turns it away from the camera that's how one of the episodes like, oh shit, we can't let this bitch know that we got this from safeway oh my God. <laughs> that shit is insane dude bro but the part where he like came back home and the son was like 17, 18, or whatever. Yeah, yeah. It, and he sat in the room. Right. He t- he's yeah, like, he's like, what's, 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 what's your, your name? name? What's your name? He's Adam. Like, Adam, yeah. He's like, no, no, no. No, no, yeah, yeah. What's your name? What's your, oh, bro, bro, Johnny. 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 Uh, <laughs> oh, oh, oh. Like me, me. I was like, what the fuck? He's like, I know I told you not to break character ever, but I just need to talk about the performance. Oh, uh, 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 okay. And I was like, hell no, nah, hell right. no. Nah. So I got, I got a question for you guys, man. Is there a moment in your life you wish you could rehearse you could have rehearsed for? Yeah. Yeah. Damn. What would that be? I think my first time doing stand up. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Me too, probably. That's real. <clears throat> yeah. I would have rehearsed all the other shit afterwards. Mm. You would have rehearsed my the, ne- the networking. Here's my number. No, no, no. <laughs> Can I open up for you? Can I do it? I'll be back here tomorrow. Like, all oh, that other bullshit. Like, like not the stand up. I killed no, not that the part. part. <laughs> I went home right after. The I after shit. I- yeah. Damn, but That's yeah, real. there's plenty. I think there's plenty. Yeah, there's, yeah, there's plenty a, there's of a few moments, moments that in went. my life I wish I could have rehearsed before I did them. Yeah, yeah. Losing my virginity. Mm. Yeah, bad shit I did when I was a kid. I was just telling the story today how when I got arrested when I was like 16. If I would have rehearsed that shit, I would be like, all right, nigga, look, everybody stay calm, yeah. nigga. Right. I mean, any I, reaction with any interaction with police, police yeah, nigga, well, any police interaction. It, it started before the police, nigga. Like the this whole fight, I was like helping my homeboy DJ this party, nigga. I'm 15, it's cracking, nigga. Like it was cracking. He got hella drunk. I was like, bro, just go dance. Like let me DJ. Like he had the turntables at his house, and I would go to my homeboy Jarrell's house early in the morning, and we would just DJ. Like, and with turntables and fucking. You know, with the records and everything, that shit was dope. We were doing Fire. parties and shit, and like, so it was like it was his turntables, and I was like, what? "Go have fun, nigga!" Like, let me do the turntables, go dance and shit. And he went, and I remember I had a forty, nigga, and then I was just having so much fun. I started putting on like a lot of like Bay Area music, and it was a party like full of Hispanics, and uh, we was in Santa Clarita, and it was just like, just how with stand up, you control the energy of the whole room. A DJ does too. Yeah. And I was just like, oh yeah, I know they don't they don't listen to this like Bay Area music. Like, you know, I'm from LA, but I just I love that bait the bait shit too. Like we would play this in high school, you know? Yeah, all the time. And the quad and stuff, like it was just such it was it did something to your mood and it just felt fun. It was fun doing that. But then like a fight broke out. Somebody pepper sprayed the the like we're outside under like a a, a covering and they pepper sprayed JR's sister and then Shit got crazy. Niggas started fighting everything and boom, boom, boom. Like that's what that was fun. Nobody got shot or no guns were brought out or nothing. But then after we, niggas went around the corner to the dude's house, and then from there, like a whole fight started. Shit was crazy yeah. as fuck. Then like half of us left. Like, well, that's the part that I would have rehearsed for. Like once we left, mm-hmm. we should have just left. Even not going to the niggas' house. Yeah. Because I remember when I I was in the car with the homies, we went to the gas station. And then we're like, where's JR? Where's this person? This, that, and that. We went back to the scene, nigga. Mm. That's we, the biggest mistake. We went back. And then it was Never on the, that shit. the house is at the bottom of the hill. We we're on top of the hill. And the homie stayed at uh on top of the hill, too. So we were kind of like looking at what's going on. We saw the police. And then we saw him standing outside his front yard, the homie. Then he, out of nowhere, turns and just runs into the house. We're like, oh, shit. The police probably coming up the hill. Yeah. And then we go down the hill and get fucking pulled over and I got half ounce of weed and shit. Damn. 
But it was just like, yeah, I would have rehearsed us. Like, at least somebody giving a voice a reason, even though we was drunk. Yeah. Like, nigga, let's. First, first of all, we shouldn't even go to the dude's house. Because this nigga could went went home and got his gun and started shooting everybody, you know? Mm-hmm. But niggas yeah. pulled out, like, tools and stuff. But then going back again and even trying to get everybody to leave. Parts like that. Time to go. Damn. That that shit. Life lessons, man, in rehearsal. Those are the moments you can't rehearse for because you don't know what's going to happen. Yeah. You know, like in a way where it's like, by the time you're in that moment, you're like, oh, it's so hard to think. the last thing I wanted to happen. Yeah. Yeah. That's what they need to do. They need to do the Ahmaud Aubrey episode of the rehearsal. Oh, my God. (laughs) The George Floyd episode. Seriously. Could you imagine that shit? Yes. Damn. The Emmett Till episode of rehearsal. So she actually wasn't whistled at, huh? Yeah. <laughs> I know. I'm like telling someone that you lied about your degree is the easiest day of a black man's life, right? Yeah. I mean, let's right. be honest. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't go to Princeton. I'm like, okay. All right. All right, nigga. Just... That would be funny if Nathan Fielder went to the hood. And yeah. Like, he did an episode. Yeah. He did a drive-by episode. <laughs> like he prepared some niggas to pull a drive-by. Right. <laughs> now, aim, make sure you aim this way. You don't need to hold the Uzi for that long because you're going to end up killing a family. Bruh, if they rehearse the drive-by, he's like, okay, so Daquan, where the way you're going to do. <laughs> and that's when I realized water guns was not realistic enough. <laughs> so I got them a gun with real bullets. Well, real bullets. <laughs> so well, it's Tyrone's first day selling crack. Let's see how this goes. He got, he got crackhead actors coming in. <laughs> want me to suck your dick, this nigga? Is the like, first what? time on the job. You're like, if he says yes, he wants you to suck his dick, you got to suck his dick. <laughs> like, oh, my God. Yeah, that's that's what I want to see Nathan Fielder do. That would be our version. No one that's wanted that to get, get their no dick sucked, so I had to step in <laughs> and do it myself. And do it myself. <laughs> Get the fuck out of here. That was the day I learned yeah. I love crack as much as I like getting my dicks. <laughs> I got lost in the road. <laughs> Bro, in the show where he dressed up as the white dude, like, there's like that first cut where he has, like, he's like, I need to jump into the actors and you see what yeah, they're yeah, feeling. He wants to know what it's like to be in his own class. Yeah. Nigga, when they pan the camera and you can see him, like, you see him dressed as the white dude in the corner. Yeah. Nigga, I rewound it, like, so this funny. nigga is insane. insane. I don't ever want to meet this nigga in my life. Stay the fuck away from me, Nate. <laughs> yeah, if I ever see Nathan Fielder, I'm gonna just start running. Yeah, get the fuck away. From yeah, me. you on an episode, he nigga. Probably like, literally, it's like he watched Punked and was like, "So how can I make this fucked up?" That's literally what he did. Like, it's mm-hmm. a fucked up, like psycho version about of that. Punked. Yeah, bro. Yeah, get the fuck away from me. Hopefully, I'm not. On like any amount of mushrooms, I know. if I ever come across this nigga, he really it really fucked me up in the fourth one because when he became the guy or whatever, <laughs> and he was just like, but then I realized every day I was still going home to my apartment, and I realized like you truly can't really know people, you only know the sh- that shit was like fucking me the, up. He had the roommates that the dude stayed with. As at, they were actors Bro, too. So he like convinced the dude to go live in the apartment of the guy he was supposed to be, <laughs> like the apartment like the guy he was shadowing, so he could go live in his and apartment. His, bro, here's your roommates. roommates. When he, <laughs> when, bro, when he was at the dude's house and he was like fucking with his stuff and he had the nunchucks, bro, I would have gotten so mad at like seeing the, the final cut. Like, bro, what the fuck is you doing in my room? Leave my shit alone. <laughs> I slept or he slept. I read the books he read. Yeah. I practiced with the weapons he practices with. Yeah. 
but then I he ate thinks, what he ate. So then he stays at the dude's house, but then because he has the dude staying with actors at another house, he also goes to stay with other actors at a house like that. Those are the moments you're like, this, do we even need this show? No, it was freaking me out, bro, because then I was like, whoa, he's right. Like, you don't know other people. You only know yourself. This is weird. I started free. I was high, too. I was freaking out. I was like, I, it's like, so does everybody feel like the main character in their own show and everybody else is like in their head and you don't know what they're thinking? Yes. Like, I was like, oh, shit, this is weird. I don't like this no more. You know more. what? Yeah, now that you put it that way, as a kid, I used to think that it was just me. I was the only like real person. Nigga, me too. Nigga, see? I used to think that. I was yeah. like, whoa, 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 I got to be careful maneuvering through this world because everybody else is kind of like, mm, man, whatever. But it's like, I'm the only person that's real. Right. I used to think I was the only person real until I was yes. like, until I was about like 14, 15, I thought I was yeah. the only person that was real. Bro. That's weird. Yeah, yeah. I really thought that. I know what that. you mean. Yeah. I mean, yeah. you're no, living through your movie because you. it's your own perspective, your own yeah. point of view, right? Mm-hmm. We're and you all see like how your actions, each other shit. Exactly. Yeah. yeah, you see how your actions My subconscious was so loud. Dictates to, you know, how like you there's, navigate. There's four of us right here. There's four movies with four main characters and three funny friends. Yeah. I'm is this is the movie about Johnny Mac? I got three funny friends. Yeah, there's right. a movie about Arthur Hamilton. He's got three funny friends. Yeah, we're right. all having that experience right now and all the time. Exactly. Right. That's why somebody said that uh, Kanye West is the main character of the entire world. Fuck <laughs> <laughs> no! I met that nigga before when I was doing security. Uh uh-uh. uh. <laughs> you had a security. You was like that lady. Are you standing there? Yep. Like if, but no. Nah, if anybody was the main character of the world, it's probably Kanye. Oh yeah, he's got the wildest story, and he's just uber famous, and he can do whatever he wants to do. And oh yeah, well he can just say he's a billionaire, and we're like, all right, I guess you are. I don't know. I don't think that nigga is really a billionaire, but no. like we all think about Trump as like, oh that dude is a president. He's ass with. If you're Trump, he's like, oh my god, this is a great fucking movie. Like yeah. the Trump oh, movie yeah. where I actually became president, yeah. and then everyone talking shit like. Yeah, that's, yeah. that's some main character shit right there. His main character he's, shit just got even crazier. Like he about to do, I feel like he about to do some crazy shit. Cause yeah. you saw the, the fucking documents. Yeah, with oh, the, yeah. FBI the FBI went to go get oh, a yeah. search warrant to his house, and I guess some of the documents were like nuclear weapon plans. And you can't man, have that shit at your house. Like, why would you have that shit at your house? Crazy. Can I get another beer? He probably don't even be at the house all the time. I'm like. Why you got documents somewhere where you don't even be at? It's like it's like having important shit at, inside a, a house that you rent out for Airbnb. Oh yeah, my baby photos is all in the kitchen, nigga. But I got people coming every weekend. It's summertime right now. It's cracking. Oh, no, that's a torpedo closet. Close that. <sighs> torpedo closet. <laughs> it don't it don't really surprise me. Like where else you gonna have this shit at? On the computer somewhere? Like at that work shit can be found at know. work somewhere. Like it, I don't even think it mattered where it was. They could have broken to his house. Somewhere on an island, and it could have been the same shit. Yeah. Oh, we found these FBI. But I mean, the thing is, he's like, he's just not supposed to have them. I worked at the bank. I could Man. literally see rich motherfuckers' account numbers. Yeah, print That'd that shit like, out on a piece of paper and take it home with me. No, nah, I ain't do that shit. No, nah, that was like when I was an intern at this production company. I remember I would just have like Miley Cyrus's phone number and George Clooney's phone number. I talked to Dan DeVito, Dan, Danny DeVito on the mm-hmm. phone one day. You could have sold that shit. I could have like took those people's phone numbers home. That's like that. Yeah, like, you yeah. Can't, I did. Uh, you can't do that. I had interned at um, UCB. Mm-hmm. Rest in peace. And uh, <laughs> right. so I had to send emails out to all. Rallies like, is up now, winning. Huh? I would literally send emails out to like for like donations to like Aziz 
and like Donald Glover. And I had to sign like a agreement that I wouldn't take their contact info for my own yeah. use. Right. I like had all their email addresses, yep. Amy yeah. Poehler, like all these people that like, yeah. Whoa. I just send them a tape of me doing stand up, but I had to sign a thing that I wouldn't do, do that. that shit. Yeah. One day I literally was like going to get Miley's phone number and text her. Stop acting black. Stop doing that shit. <laughs> <laughs> but I didn't. <laughs> I wanted to. That's how I got Patton Oswalt's number. Doing what? You still no, no you got that from a friend. Yeah, I got that friend from a friend. Of a friend. Like a fr- nigga like you who worked with somebody. <laughs> no, not like me. <laughs> Don't get me caught up, nigga. I'm finally doing good. Fuck Bro, you. That was a funny <laughs> They're gonna come and take everything yeah. he got. <laughs> that was a great phone call because that Patton Oswalt Bro, shit almost worked. We still texting the- each other to this day, nigga. <laughs> that was there? That was the fun. Yeah, I, nah, somebody somebody has there. it on camera. It was on but camera. We filmed it. Literally one day, Marcus was like, man, I'm going to get Patton Oswalt on my comedy on the show. Yeah, I've already been talking about this that. This nigga puts, him on, puts it on the table, puts a speakerphone, calls it Patton Oswalt, pick, pick, put, picks hello? up. He goes, hello? He goes, hey, Patton, uh, this is Stephen Marcus Relaford. And uh, he pulled out the triple name because he knew white people. Yeah. Were yeah. He was like, that, okay, do tell. Yeah, he was like, <laughs> you, know, uh, you know, we're doing this comedy show and all this kind of shit. Once he started talking about like what he wanted him to do, that's when he was like, yeah, nah, man, I'm good. <laughs> Sad. Uh, I don't think so, man, but I appreciate you reaching out. Yeah. <laughs> yeah that's exactly Maybe another time. I heard the orange chickens, all right. <laughs> <laughs> Hell yeah. That's crazy. He said We've it so quick. He said, Hey, hard. Patton, this is Steven Marcus Relaford. You know me. Um, yeah, I did. I did. I just jumped right to business. <laughs> yeah, I heard of you. So we're doing <laughs> a little something, something on the 13th. We wanted to have you in here. We're going to fly you in. <laughs> You're in LA, though, right? We can, we can. Which is crazy because if we had been more, if we had a, a rehearsal with Nathan Fielder right. for that moment, oh, we might have been able shit. to get him on the show. Damn, we should have rehearsed that. For real. But that'd be crazy if you had more of like a direct, like I work for Universal Studios. We have this movie we want you to be in. It's called Bucket. And uh, yeah, we want you to yeah. play a, a Uber driver. Okay, right. look, the rehearsal thing, it, it's not really bad, but if if we do it, you know, that wouldn't be bad because we ain't got all this these resources. Well, we, we ain't tapping into people's psychology. We'd have to have a bootleg version. Yeah. Without the money. People would be mad. They'd be like, that don't even look like the person I got to do this with. <laughs> like, shut up. You're just using all different like, types of people. Shut up and just do it. Please, help me, nigga. I gave you some money, nigga. I gave you some weed. Right, you're like, hey, man, don't be talking to my auntie like that. Right. She didn't have nothing else to do. She came to help you out, nigga, for this job help interview. You out. Like, I got to break up with my young white yeah, I girlfriend. Know she playing, I know she playing Who's your this? girlfriend right now. Yeah, it's like, it's like I, have a, I have a 20-year-old blonde white girlfriend. Who the fuck is this six-year-old black woman right now? Hey, nigga, shut, shut up. up. You know how to pretend. <laughs> At least somebody helping your bitch ass. Shut up. <laughs> Where your family at? They here helping? Exactly. The fuck up. Bruh, if you had to do a rehearsal with just the niggas you know that would pull up. <laughs> this nigga be your girlfriend and shit. Kiss him. <laughs> <laughs> nigga, how you four different people in the same scene? Nigga? Oh, God damn. Bro, this is how I know Arthur, my nigga for life, bro. So I have this animated movie coming out. And, um... Uh, I have this girl that I'm trying to get at in the animated movie and the actress hadn't been able to do her voice yet, but we needed to get the, get somebody's voice down. So we get an animatic. So my friend oh, started doing yeah. music. So this nigga, Arthur is playing for in the, in the first cut. This nigga, Arthur is voicing the girl I'm trying to fuck. <laughs> so you forget just, about this. So I'm on the phone. This nigga doing a sexy voice. He's like, Hey, what you doing? Yeah. And I, <laughs> and every time we pull the file up, my friend that does the music is like, bro, Arthur hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> ah, I was like, that's my nigga, bro. He was like, you know what? I'll play this girl real quick. It's yeah. all good. It's easy. That's real. <laughs> <laughs> I 
because I didn't, I didn't <laughs> have nobody that could do it real quick. Yo, I forgot about that shit. God damn. Bro, I would be cracking up every time he pulled that video. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> That's how you do it. Hell Homies yeah. pull up. <laughs> Homies pull up Homies, for you. Homies, man. I'll play your girlfriend. Right, I'll, I'll play. I'll play your girlfriend. Give, give, give me a wig. I'll I, be, I know enough for the stories. I, 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 I can play this bitch. <laughs> you told me about it. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, I know. Tyler okay. Perry can do it. I can do it. <laughs> oh yeah, for real. So, um, one thing I wanted to do on this episode, there was uh, somebody that really fucks with the show. They had shouted us out on Twitter, and they were like, "Man, y'all had to be here." It's like I'm. It's like I'm watching a show about young comedians trying to make it, but it, like in real life. So I thought it'd be dope if we all told a story about a time in our life and this little journey where you thought you made it, but you didn't, or you thought you was about to make it. And Every you day. <laughs> Talk about it, Johnny. Tuesday. Oh, yeah. Earlier this week. Every time someone says, I get off stage and go, You're so funny. I'm like, hey. Hey. And then they walk away. <laughs> oh, Facts. Every day. Facts. Every day you think it's going to be the day. Bro, man, just like stupid ass little shit. Like, just small thing. Like, seeing the clip go from maybe like a thousand views, like 15,000. I'm like, Oh, nigga, yeah, nigga, we got this. <laughs> Nigga, we gonna be in the house tomorrow, nigga. Ain't shit changed. Uh, I ain't gonna be driving this Ford Ranger that much longer, nigga. <laughs> Honestly, I, I mean, I could tell a hunt. I, I'll tell the uh, outside perspective story of whatever story Niles might tell. Because when <laughs> Niles and I were roommates, he would come out of his room like, I just had a meeting with Universe. I just had a meeting <laughs> with Will Smith Company. I just had a meeting this with... This nigga Johnny was clicking his and heels. And every time I'm like, like, I'm like, like <laughs> so we're rich and famous now? He's like... Uh. They're gonna call me back. And then a week later, <laughs> every player is like, "They didn't call me back." <laughs> like, oh, every time I come out, I'm like, "All right, so we're famous. What happened? We're famous now." He's like, "We're about yeah, to." Yeah, that be. would I be. I think we might be. If we do it, I mean, it's hard. If we were really to go into that. That could be the whole series of this podcast. Yeah, I'm just like, I feel like every few episodes we can tell yeah, every shows. episode. We might as well tell a different. I'm story. thinking of fires got... that I've been on. I'm like, oh, this nigga on the two. Oh, no, and I kill it. Like, oh, nigga, life will change. This shit. Means... Have you ever have moments like that? Like, oh, this comedian. On a, if I kill it in front of them. Oh yeah, yeah. I'm oh, about to, yeah. they're gonna take me on a road with them or something. Uh, but no, now, now, like no one what I, I know now that, is like. But then you gotta learn that like that's just not. How that's it not works. it. That ain't how, that's it not how it works. Nigga, following Dave Chappelle, nigga, that night, like going before Dave Chappelle. Nigga, and we stayed up to five. Both of y'all niggas should have been on right then. Bro, and there. that nigga Dave Chappelle gave me the. Gave you the nod. They gave me the nod. Omar Epps dapped me up, bro. Like that shit was crazy. Yeah. I thought my whole, here, baby. I thought my whole life was gonna change off six it's minutes. It's red carpets after this. But I do have a real story that's fucked up. Yeah. I mean, I feel like there's multiple moments that I think about, but yeah. two come to mind. One, one is kind of like what I shared last time with the Uncle Clyde shit, right? So I'm in the competition at Flappers, and I'm like winning. It's, a, it's another competition? No, that's a, it was the same one that I was oh, yeah. in where uh-huh. I'm thinking, oh, this shit, it's like my first, second year. I'm like, right. oh, I'm really about to kill this shit. Yeah. Look, I'm already <laughs> moving up in the fucking competition. I'm like being noticed and shit. Yeah. No, that shit was a dud. Shit fell. But then the most like recent moment where I felt like, oh, this is it. Yeah. Nigga, when I won the film festival for Bucket. In Florida. For Florida. Yeah. Yeah. I thought y'all was about to be on with that. I shit. thought it was on too. So uh those of you who don't know, I fucking I was doing this joke on stage about a low income ride share called Bucket. And I was just riffing about this, you know, it'd be really cool if they had a ride share in the hood that was really low income that you can pretty much pay for your ride with ebt card weed and all this other shit right (laughs) 
and then eventually we made like a, a short out of it and like they say i'm sure that like niles know arthur knows and shit like they say whatever could go wrong can't go wrong you know whatever you know so the sound guy didn't show up you know some of the actors didn't show up y'all all that to say we still shot the shit and it still came out it came out hilarious i watched so it. Pretty, funny pretty good right so we submitted to a film festival and i mean i could have submitted to like a hundreds but i submitted to a couple we got uh someone reached out to us back from florida and they're like yo you're one of the finalists in this film festival i'm like oh cool what's it for they're like 500 dollars cash prize and a hundred thousand dollar development deal. I'm like, man, a hundred thousand dollar development deal. Sheesh. Perfect. <clears throat> Bro, we win this shit. I'm like, oh, we in the money now. He, <laughs> call, he called me after they won. <laughs> we off to the races. Bro, tell me why this company ain't never hit me back. <laughs> never hit me back. It was like the pandemic. They was like, yeah, you won. We're we're up. You're you're gonna get the hundred thousand dollars. We want to get you in for like eight to twelve episodes on bucket. Yada yada yada. Radio silence. It was to the point where I was so delusional that I had it. Where months later, I was still emailing them like, so you still want to do the bucket thing later? No, like, send me the email. I'm gonna email them too. <laughs> fuck that. You deserve that. What the fuck? Yeah. So it was like right, you know, coming into the pandemic, right around the pandemic area, where I was just like, oh, this hundred thousand dollars and doing a a smaller web series. This shit is about to go. Nigga, give me fifty and give me the other fifty. <laughs> give me fifty for the show and then take the other fifty for me yeah. and the homies. What about wow. You? What about y'all? I got go, a story. Go. I won't name this dude's name because I don't know where he's at right now, but uh, at some point I might divulge more information. When I first moved to L.A., first of all, you always hear these stories about these predators and, you know, this Me Too shit happens to more than just women out here, you know. So I, I do this show, and then this, like, older comedian comes up, like a 56-year-old white dude, and apparently he was super famous in the 80s. And he was Big comedian. Was he on HBO a couple times? Yeah. I know exactly who you're talking about. You know about. who you're talking about? Because he, he did some shit to one of my friends. I'll say That's this, because a, a lot of guys know him out here, and if you know anything about comedy, he was the, he was one of the first comics to make, he was like rapping on stage with the comedy. Mm -hmm. So if you know if you know what I'm talking about, you know who I'm talking about right now. So he, first of all, he, is, he comes to me, tells me I'm the funniest dude, funniest dude he's ever seen, blah, 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 I'm a star. Mind you, like two months later, I talked to a couple other comics our age on the scene they're like i met him he told me the same thing right so this dude works with, with yeah, jimmy fallon <laughs> and uh he's telling me how he's like a regular on jimmy fallon he does bits with jimmy and he wants first he wants my help to write this bit to with, for jimmy fallon and him and i could go on jimmy fallon together with mm -hmm. he he also is offering he's opening for norm mcdonald in san francisco and i can go with him and and and, and host while he features to open for norm mcdonald this is like Three, all the carrots are coming out. It's he's all dangling just coming everything. out at once, right? It's dangling. Right. And so at first, you know, obviously this is dope, but he's like starts blowing up my phone like a girlfriend would do. You know, he's bothering me on my phone and shit. And uh, I don't want to get too involved with this dude because he's kind of weirding me out. He's, you know, he's an older dude. So he, um, first I write this Jimmy Fallon bit with him and it shows up on Jimmy Fallon. And, mm. I, and I see it on YouTube. It's it, Jimmy Fallon does the bit that I wrote. No credit to me. Mm. No credit to him either. Mm. I, th I imagine he got paid for it. I got straight up ignored. I just did some work for free. You know, I just I just had just moved out to LA. I was like four years in the stand-up. So I just got straight up my my 
towels were stolen. You know, I just gave jokes to Jimmy Fallon for free without knowing. I thought I was going to be on the show doing the bit. No, Jimmy Fallon just did the bit. So that's already strike one. So then he's mad, weird, and creeping me out. And I end up talking to this other comic who's like, yeah, he like he talked to me, gassed me up too, and it was weird as fuck. And, and so then one night he takes me, he's like, we're going to go to the show. And we might be able to get up. It's at the uh, one of these theaters. Um, I forget the name of the theater. We all know it, though. Not the Elysian, but that other one that does like a lot of dynasty. The dynasty. Okay. Dynasty I'm typewriter. Doing a, I'm doing a show there next That's week. That's why I was like, I oh, feel like, nice. yeah. So we go to Dynasty Typewriter, and there's like a bunch of comics, and one of them is Mark Norman, is in town from New York. And he's telling me, oh, Mark and I are best friends. I love Mark. Mark loves me. So we go to the show, and we're going to go backstage and, and, you know, to the green room, see Mark Norman, blah, blah, blah. And the guy hosting the show comes out and goes, "Hey man, um, Mark says he doesn't he doesn't want to talk to you. He doesn't he doesn't fuck with you. I'm, he's like, really, I'm gonna be upfront. Mark Norman does not fuck with you, man. He says you're weird. And now you, and you need to leave him alone. He got and I'm juice. standing there like, <laughs> what the fuck? what the fuck is happening here? So then he's like, next week we're gonna go out and we're gonna open for Norm McDonald, right? And I was like, ah, maybe. At this point, I'm like two strikes, plus another comic told me about the dude. He had the same experience. So he goes, yeah, yeah, it's on me. You and I will share a hotel room in San Francisco, and we'll open for Norm. So I'm just like, I mean, yeah, of course I want to open for Norm, but no, I don't, I'll get my own room. He's like, no, no, this is the deal. This is the, this deal? Is the deal? We're opening. You stay oh, with me. Hell no. Nah. So, and then, so then he's hell like, oh, nah. come back with me to my apartment. Oh, but we're going to go out to this bar. I want to take you to this bar. I'm like, there's no bar. We went to the comedy show. The show's over. There's no bar now. I'm 24 years old. You're 64 years old. There's no bar. We're not going to a bar out together, you know? He's like, oh, come with me in my house. Be real quick. I'm going to take a shower and put my clothes on, and then we'll go. No, I'm not going to your apartment. You're not taking a shower. We're not going anywhere, bro. And we were um, driving downtown, and I knew that Koozie lived in the area. And I said, oh... My friend just called me. He, I forgot. I'm supposed to go over to his house for dinner. You got to drop me off around the corner here. So I just made up an excuse. Like, I got to go. I got to get out here. The dude sent me. <laughs> like a bad bitch leaving a date. The dude sent me the craziest, <laughs> longest, crazy ass ex-girlfriend type of text that was like, I thought you liked each other. I thought we were friends. I thought we had something special. I'm like, what are you what talking about, bro? Fuck? He sent me the craziest line of text that was like someone that is like in love with you would send you. And, and then in the end, I was just like, didn't respond and I just let it be. And every once in a while I look back, like Jimmy Fallon did do my bit. And that dude did open for Norm McDonald the next week in San Francisco. I saw it on Norm's Instagram. That but is weird. I was also totally being taken. So he wasn't lying, but he was definitely trying to do some weird shit. So that was like one of those well, he moments. He didn't have the like, juice that he said he had. And he, he has some juice. I mean, and I, I know exactly I think who someone you're talking like about. Who Mark was like, I don't want to fuck with you. Cause I think he was doing this with younger comics to the point where all these other comics that were five, 10 years ahead of us were like, oh, I know that dude. He fucked with me too. I don't yeah. fuck with him anymore because he tried some weird shit. One of my old roommates, when he first started comedy, he did a show. That guy you're talking about told him he was funny and he asked him if he could drop him off. They start driving off. My friend looked over. He pulled his dick out in no. the car. And he was like, you don't want to like come do a show with me? And the dude was no. like, bro, get the fuck out of my car. See, that never got that far. He's doing, he does that to like area. comics that are like a year or two in. And he makes it sound like, That's oh, he's early, older and he, um, he wants to Louis like he wants to relive exactly. his glory days and like you're a cool young comic and he mm-hmm. misses I miss when I was a cool twenty year old comic and I wanna like I wanna be friends with a cool young person because I miss that and then eventually it gets to the point that Niles just said, 
which thank God, like that part didn't happen. But I just saw the pieces lining up where I was like, this dude's a predator. Like I can feel yep. it. Nothing like luckily nothing weird actually happened, but it was like God, I going feel that it way. coming. Yeah. And That's I was like, so have y'all seen him around? Since Late, then, since no, okay, not so lately. I actually, so I did I see, see him, him since two years after I never talked to him, which is after pandemic, like 2021, I do see him at a, at a mic and he basically was just like, Hey, oh, you're like, I get off stage. He's like, Oh, you're still as funny as, as you used to be, man. He's like, I just want you to know, I apologize if I ever made you feel uncomfortable. And that's what he I does. I was, no, that was weird. I was that. going through a weird time in my life. And, um, you know, wait. I didn't mean to make any weird thing. Nah. I think you're really funny. I meant everything I said. And, uh, you know, I'll leave you alone. I, I got the message. And I was like, I just didn't. I was like, oh, okay, bye. No, you didn't get the full message. You need no, you your didn't. ass beat. Nigga, yeah. pause on so, this. Yeah, yeah. You, you need your ass. The moment I had what? chills run down my spine was when I was at a mic. And I told a dude, like, yeah, this dude came up and said, I'm so funny. I wrote this bit for Jimmy Fallon. He did the joke. I'm going to, he wants me to go over for Norm. And the guy was like, so-and-so. I was like, yeah. He goes, yeah, you said the same thing to me. And I was like. Hell oh, no. I know exactly who you're talking about. As soon as it's he said crazy. He was big in the with 80s. all due respect to that comic, the comic who said he said the same thing to me, it wasn't that funny. That's when I knew I was like, oh, I'm not. He's I doing mean, it. I am funny, but he didn't tell me I'm funny because I'm funny. He told me I'm funny because I'm cute. You right, know? right, right, he right. Thought you right. Who knows cute. why he thought right. I was cute? Like, who knows? Yeah, what he he wanted that sandwich meat. It was weird, right. bro. Yes. But that was that Fuck moment. That. Like, you moved to LA and, you, and people, were, you know, we, like, be careful out there. People are going to take advantage of you for fame and blah, blah, blah. And it was like, yeah, you can open for Norm McDonald in San Francisco, but also you have to share a hotel room with me. Predators on every like, level, no. man. Like, it's crazy. Jeez, people just take we, advantage of you. That's and so it's crazy. Wild, I know man. one dude. There's this one dude. Y'all know who I'm talking about. Whenever I find out that somebody is like cool or like fuck with this fuck nigga, I'm that like, nigga, you bro. better stop fucking with that nigga. I am. I turn into their. <laughs> I turn into a dad. You don't fucking go around that motherfucker. Fuck you don't be nigga. around that nigga. If I see you around that nigga, it's gonna be a problem. And I tell this nigga to his face, nigga, weird. I don't fuck with you, dog. Like, cause you be, you you be on some scheming shit. Yeah, man. Life already schemes against you. You know what I mean? Life life does that already. You don't need motherfuckers Extra. doing this shit. Hell no. Nah. That is hell no. Nah. That's fucking crazy. That is fucking crazy. That's a fucked up story, too. To like, you think you made it. Yep. God yeah. damn. We that rescued was, Johnny right after that the, around that same yeah. time. No, you know, actually, you know, because I brought this dude came to one of our JVC shows at, when we were at Barcada. And he sat in the back. He was like, oh, you got a show tonight? I'll come up and watch. Fuck, when we went, first went to Flappers, he was at Flappers. Cracking oh, wow. him up in the back. I remember you telling me. This I remember, you, I remember guy, telling yeah, you, yeah. like, oh, I met yeah, this dude. He's trying to put me on tonight's show and yeah. give me this spot. I was like, fuck that, man. Come out here and grunt with the, the real in shit. the field with the real niggas. And, and, <laughs> honestly, and, honestly, and not get and no, I think, I think no the support. All, I think in the, the field. Lesson, <laughs> in the field I do the think <laughs> the real lesson is, like, you know, you hear us all the time, like, there's no real shortcuts. No, everything man, that glitter ain't gold. If there's a shortcut, you're being taken advantage of. Earthquake told me that like two weeks ago. We were outside the comedy store. He was like, man, ain't no secret to this shit. Ain't Hell no. no. Ain't no shortcuts to this shit. Hell like, no. Especially if you black, bro. My first time at the but store. he was surprised that there was no opportunities for like open mic for black comics to get up. He was like, worse. man, they really ain't letting people get up in here? The comedy scene he is He was like, y'all can't worse. even watch the show. It's way shit? worse. Bro, I remember my first time at the store, I grew up watching Earthquake. You know, I seen this nigga on BT. I just... I was every time I saw him, I'm like, oh, this shit about to be funny as hell. My first time at the comedy store, I did, I damn near filled up the room. I was murdering hometown hero, nigga. nigga. And earthquake is at the top of the stairs in the bedroom. It's like you could just see him just taking it all in. I was like, oh yeah. You remind me of him. I like, like your delivery and stuff. 
Low key, yeah. Yeah, yeah it's he like I've watched that nigga so many times. <laughs> I was like, oh hell yeah, my life about to change, nigga. I know this nigga, right? <laughs> this nigga made my whole family laugh, nigga, from my grandma to me. Bro, yeah. I love Earthquake, bro. Like he played. Remember he played Rochelle's brother on Everybody Hates Chris. Oh uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah. That nigga is funny, man. He's funny hilarious. as hell, man. <sighs> I, I would like to see Earthquake and Lavelle Lavelle Crawford in some shit. Oh, they, yeah. Them two are just so fucking. Gerard put Lavelle in his indie movie that he just did. I gotta watch that. <gasps> watch really? that. If you, watch, yeah. if you really love indie comedy, watch On the Count of Three, directed by Gerard. Uh, I also, know. if you like indie comedy, watch Notice to Quit, directed yeah. by Hell Miles yeah. Absent and a bunch of us other niggas. Hell yeah. We all in it. We Vulture, all in it. Vulture magazine said it was the best short film they've seen in years. Yes. Uh, Man, speak- my family group chat, they're all like, it's doing it. It's a real movie, nigga. Would, they thought like, we made it. That's another moment lying. we made Yeah, that was the moment I made it. No, no, it was more of like everyone, Bro, like when you thought article, he was lying. Duh, when that article came out, I was like, nigga, what else I got to do? I bro? was in Arizona like, oh, yeah. look at this. It's talking about yeah. us. I directed the movie of the year on a no, sh- no nothing budget. Nigga. Yeah. And acted in it. Yeah. What it says, it was like, Abstin and Mac is a comedy duo to watch. Bro, I was like, Happening. We Dude, out here. One a producer, I'm not gonna say their name. They work for a big company. Straight up told me on the phone when I was in New York. They said, You and Johnny Mac, the way y'all wrote into that film, it was like half baked but smarter. I was like, So where's the money? <laughs> like like you telling me that it's cool, but where my check, nigga? Like it really does get to that point where it's just like in this industry. That patent on the back and that appreciation yeah, fuck shit. All that. That acknowledgement Man. shit. That, like, this, there's, there are some compliments that you just don't need to say like, yeah, bro. she got a fat ass. You don't need to fucking shout that shit out. Yeah. Damn, you got a fat bro. ass. Like, what? We like, can all see it. You gonna be bro. a good man to me? What the I'm fuck? tired of people telling me, you should have a Netflix special. I know. Yeah. <laughs> are you serious? I know that I shit. can't pay my rent I'm tired of people being like, man, why aren't you on TV? I, nigga, don't I want to know too. Like, Specifically compliment, like, and I hate to Just use the word funny. compliments, you but specifically like from people with resources. Yeah. That, that's, that's the thing. That's the most frustrating yeah. thing when somebody that's has the all these things and they're like, I'm such a big fan of you and your work. And I'm like, well, do you know what I had to do to get that made? Yeah. Bro, notice to quit. Fucked me financially, bro. Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. I got a nice little grant from this really cool dude named Bill in Connecticut, but like that didn't cover people's gas and lunch and yep. shit. I did that. There was no you know money what I'm gained off of there that. Was, I lost money lost doing money, notice yeah. to quit. And like, and I wish I could have paid Johnny and Ben to do it with me, but like, they just did it for the love of the game. Being my roommates, let's just make this thing. So like, they didn't make no money. For Ben, shot the shit out of that movie, bro. Mm-hmm. Brought his homies on, and Johnny acted his ass off. You didn't get no bread off of that. We got some YouTube views. Oh yeah. And so it's just yep. like, nigga, like I, I, I lost money doing that shit. But from the sole fact of just like, well, I need to put something out because these niggas trying to play me. Like trying to act like I'm not a director or whatever, yeah, so it's yeah. just like so I had to put something nuts. out. But it's just like I I love that people like the movie and like people that. But it's just like it's always when somebody can really get something done for us and they and like I love the short film so much. It's so it's good. Annoying. It's like oh, so what are we gonna do? Yeah. And it's just it's, it's like Hollywood is literally like high school, bro. Like. Nobody wants you until the hot girl at the school mm-hmm. wants yeah. you. And the crazy until you dating thing, the cheerleader. So like, I remember when uh, when the Netflix is a joke festival was going on, and we were going to the those after parties, and I'd, I people I don't know, I'd have like fucking producers and and you know industry people Dude, coming who he up, was, he was like Johnny Mac. I'm like, what's up? And like, notice to quit, man. I love this thing. All right, have a good night. 
Meanwhile, we're in Portland. We do a show. This group of dudes come up and like, yo, we love Nose to Quit. Let us buy you a drink. Let me buy you another. Those yep. dudes must have spent $30, $40 on me because yeah. they love the movie. Yeah. But don't the actual people give me that the have money. the power to give us real opportunities were like, yeah, you're funny. All right, bye. It don't matter. But the fans were like loyal as fuck, real as fuck. fuck we're like, that. let me get you a drink. Let, you know, it, congratulations. Really, that movie was great. But It's really a slow burn, man. It's a slow it's burn. Just like, especially when burn. you're doing it right. Yeah. You're not doing mm-hmm. bullshit for like doing it, and doing like it right bullshit. and the hard way. And it's because yeah. it's like every time we put something out, like when real people see it, it's like, oh, my God, this is so cool. It's just like until you just get a bunch of those to where now you have leverage and shit. Yeah. That's just what it is. It's it's frustrating, but it's just like we know what we're doing, you know. So what's another moment where someone really thought they made it? Oh, shit. So when I was 22, 2017. Uh, it's widely known. I was homeless at the time. Uh, my license plate was my address. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, I I was homeless pretty much all of 2017. But the year prior, because I moved here to be primarily a TV writer. I didn't didn't want to be a stand up comedian or anything like that. I got into stand up because it made my it would make my writing better. Someone told me, so I was like, okay, cool. But uh, 2016. My favorite show on TV was Atlanta. Season one, I think, is like one of the best, just the best TV. And uh, at the time, if you're a writer now, this won't get you anywhere. But I do, I do think writers should do this because it'll make you better. Write a spec script of a TV show you really like, because like I just finished my last day on Dave today, and it's just very much like you're writing someone else's vision, so you should get practice doing that shit. And so I wrote my own episode of Atlanta after season one was over. I was like, how would they start season two? And I wrote my own episode and I thought it was pretty cool. I let some people read it. I'm like, yo, this is really funny. Uh, I was on, basically I did this like film school thing when I first moved out here. Uh, and when I was 20 and so they, uh, they brought me back as like a alumni to be on the panel, this panel for this event. And so also in this event was the head writer and showrunner, for a very, very popular show that we all love. I'll tell you the show after this podcast. Uh, we all love this show. It's syndicated. It's even it's even going to have a reboot. Um, and so this showrunner was on the thing. I was, you know, I was maybe year two in the stand-up, starting to actually figure it out. So on the panel, I'm killing with these college kids. I'm making the college kids laugh and I'm saying all wild shit. And everybody else on the panel is like a TV writer, producer, whatever. I was supposed to be like the young nigga like straight out of like i dropped out of college and all this kind of shit so i was supposed to be the person that could relate so i was making yeah. all them laugh so the dude that was a showrunner was on the panel and he was like hey man you were really funny do you write i was like yeah i write he was like uh could you send me something send me something to like read and i was like sure i wrote this episode of atlanta he's like i love atlanta let me see it so i sent it to him two days later he emails me back he's like niles i'll be real with you man this is one of the best spec scripts I've ever read in my life. This is like top 5% spec script. Like, you could write for TV right now. I was like, for real? Thank, like, this dude's a head writer of one of my favorite shows. It's huge, and he's telling me this shit at 22. And I'm like, so you telling me at 21 years old I was already ready to write for TV? This is crazy. And he's like, hey, let's get some coffee. Let's get coffee. Uh, and I was like, all right, cool. So he lived in a, he lived in a town. I'm not going to say the town, but he lived in a town kind of out of the way and it's a place where like just a bunch of rich people live like i think miley cyrus used to have a house there and shit like that so i'm homeless so twenty dollars in gas money is a lot that's a vacation oh, yeah. for me nigga yeah that's your millionaire and so i'm just like shit this is 45 minutes away 
fuck, okay, I'm going to drive 45 minutes away to talk to this white man about some coffee and have some coffee. This is an investment. All right, so I drive all the way up there. He was late. We meet. We talk. He's just like, man, how'd you come up with this? And I'm just telling him, like, yeah, you know, I just watched the show a lot and just came up with the episode, blah, blah, blah. He's like, wow, that's amazing. Like, we're talking. And, like, we're, he talks about, like, his thing in TV. He tells me, like, he brought this up multiple times. Like, yeah, I've been in TV 25 years, you know, and you just, this is amazing, blah, blah, blah. I'm thinking, like, damn, I'm about to get something out of this shit, right? And then, literally, I'm in the middle of taking a sip of the coffee, and he goes, well, all right, man, I'll see you later. And he just gets up from the table and leaves. Hell. And I was like, wait, 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 hold on. This dude has been in TV for 25 years. The head writer of one of the biggest sitcoms of all time just told me I'm exceptional and all this kind of shit and then just said, peace? You had me drive up here 45 minutes so you could just tell me I was good? Nigga, you could have did that in the email, bro. Like, I'm homeless, bro. All my shit is in my car. And I'm just, like, sitting in the coffee shop like, what the fuck? Like, dude, you couldn't, like, put me on to a manager or an agent or tell one of your friends that has a show to staffing that you need to check at least check this guy out. You didn't tell him. You couldn't tell nobody. He didn't give me his. He like he didn't give me his number. None of that. Like none of that shit. I was. You had me driving for forty five minutes so you could look me in my face and tell me I was a great writer and you could leave. Maybe at least pay for your food. No. God damn. What the fuck? And so I was just like, dude, like this is gonna set me back a minute. Like I'm, like, I'm homeless, nigga. And he just left. And I was, I was like, yo, so. What's supposed to happen? I like I legit could not wrap my head around like what was the point of doing that? Like it mind fucked me, bro. It was so weird, and it's I was just crazy. thinking like if I was white, would this nigga have just just made the call? I'm like, hey, we gotta get this dude on the show. No, he you would have been invited to his house. That's no. what I'm saying. And so I was just like, what? Like what was the point of that? And I never heard from him again. Mm-mm-mm. That shit was wild. And I was twenty. I'm twenty two and homeless, bro. I'm thinking my life about to change. That shit broke me for a minute, bro. I didn't do stand up for a minute. I didn't write for a minute. I just sat in my car for months. Shit was wild, bro. God damn, damn. bro. L.A. man, Hollywood. Just Hollywood like, is crazy, dog. It is not oh, a good place. It shit. We make this shit look fun and hella easy, but nigga, it is so and hard. The, and the thing, and I get mad about it again sometimes because like I have like general meetings with like execs and producers and stuff. Yeah. And uh, they'll be like, yo, we read your Atlanta spec. It's so funny and fresh and so good. And I, in my head, I'm like, I wrote that when I was 21 years old. And now I'm 27 and I just got my first TV writing job. So you're telling oh me God. at 21 years old, I was already ready to do this shit. Exactly. And, and y'all made me go through all this bullshit for six years. And I finally got a TV writing job. So I've yeah. been good enough to do this. You just did everything yourself in the meantime, too. That's exactly. even more frustrating. Exactly. Like you didn't. No one helped you. So it's just like, it just pisses me off being like, damn, so I shouldn't have been here. But everybody's nephew and niece that goes to NYU gets the job first and shit. Yeah. Don't have no, that don't have nothing. God damn. Mm. Woo. It's fucked out here, man. That's super fucked. But today was my last day on my first TV writing job and I wrote my first TV script this week, so... We moving in the right direction. Congrats, bro. Yeah. Thank you, man. More to come. That'll be cool. And, a few, and next year, I'll get to see my name on TV. That'll be cool. I know, I'm like, someone 
one of us had to write for some somebody else's shit so we can all make our own shit exactly. together. Yeah. Right. I'm like, we're all grateful that Niles wrote for someone else's show <laughs> so that we can write for our own show and Niles inevitably sells his show starring me. Hey, first day, first day Marcus, job, I'm going to walk in there like, hey, nigga, where's my, my paper and pen at, nigga? <laughs> this shit, it's nice to hear, no? <laughs> right, y'all not even going to know what it is. <laughs> well, you have to go through, Bro. you have to be the first Indian over the hill, nigga. Yeah, Let so this it, nigga get stabbed first. Somebody, we have to <laughs> And somebody over. <laughs> he coming back. All right, nigga, we got a show. <laughs> God damn. Watch, man, that's gonna be crazy. <laughs> we got a show. You <laughs> 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 bleeding and everything. It's like, damn, what they do to you, nigga? You don't, you don't wanna know. You don't, don't ask, nigga. God damn it. Don't ask. Sit at your desk, nigga. God damn. <laughs> oh, man. That's why we do uh, this shit. Uh, every time we pitch an idea, Niles will be like, that's a good idea, Marcus. But where were you when I was... <laughs> You're like, okay, okay. <laughs> God damn. Uh, that's a, bro, yeah, man. We live in a weird... It is a weird... Time and yeah. industry that we inhabiting right now. And we have full capacity and skill set and ability to do this shit to the 10th degree. Yeah. And it's just like, bro, the, and I think that's kind of the thing. It's like the moment we really get through the door, that's what the industry don't want. It's going to be too scary. Like oh, these yeah. niggas are changing the whole trajectory bro. of what is entertainment, what is comedy, like yeah. what is fresh, what is cool, what is new, what is hip, like what is people to be on board on. Bro, I think they want to control that narrative yeah and that's the same thing with the clubs like on a small level it's like we want to have the people in here who we can control the narrative of because if someone gets in here if you go into one of these clubs and all it's going to take is a couple of weekends till you are bigger than the club yeah and then it's going to be like oh right. shit now nah, this nigga's bigger than the club now nah, yeah. we can't have that but i mean it's just like yeah like the clip i did on comedy central's tiktok is like i i have been saying for a long time if I just get a little support and another platform help me out, I guarantee you shit will go viral crazy. Yeah. And that's exactly what happened. I, 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 my, they had 3 million followers when that video got posted and it got 8 million views. So that means I brought people that don't even follow Comedy Central yeah. to the page. Like, it's just like, it's, we, we're doing something. It's just like when it finally gets like the right eyes on it, it takes off every single time. Like what if like y'all know what people say after we get done with shows and mm -hmm. stuff like that. Isn't, I'm not making nothing up. I'm not we're not being cocky at all. It's just is what it is. It's what happens. So it's just like really? I I know what it is. And so that's why you just gotta be patient and keep You really do keep making stuff and when there's it happens, no, uh, it happens, you know. There's no like I don't think any well, no journey looks the same and there's it's not like a full linear path. Right. success it's like, like this exact nigga you it might be <laughs> bro, i didn't go around in circles nigga. right it's not like a to b and then you there hell no it's, no. Not. it's not like doo -doo -doo. oh now a here why you go here you d. there you all over the place yeah bro this is some shit i'm trying to make happen right now that i can't talk about it's just like y'all really making me do this like y'all right. know y'all know what i can stop uh -huh. come on now but it's just like it's That's weird. why y'all gonna see me on season seven of Sixty Days In. No, nah, nigga, fuck that. Hell no. Hell no. Hell, hell the fuck no. Bruh. I watched episode one of season six. I caught this nigga immediately. <laughs> no, my God. Immediately. Yeah, Don't you did. fucking do this Bruh. shit. All right, let's start our fan poll. Let us know <laughs> yes or no. Do you think Marcus should go on this shit? Somebody we can all come up. 
We can be a Hell no. Before bro, you you're even not answer, come up off that before shit. you fucking. That's not keeping up with the Kardashians, nigga. They're yeah. going to keep you locked up. Yeah. Before you, you vote, watch episode like one through three of season six. <laughs> I couldn't even get to episode two, nigga. I was bro. like, Fuck it's a, no! I, I had a couple people at work that like watch our clips, and they were like, "Is Marcus really gonna do you it?" You better not. I was like, "Hell no, he's not gonna do that." Hell shit. no, we're not gonna let him. I'm gonna yeah. take your phone, find relatives' phone numbers. Like, Marcus on some crazy shit. Y'all better call this nigga. Hell, it's the bag, bro. They no, dangling the carries. It's like not. Like, you gonna be in there putting your hand on your chest, like, oh, this part is too crowded. See, let me go. Let, let me go ahead. And oh, I got heartburn. Let me yeah, go man, ahead. I, this nigga, there was one nigga in the in the holding tank. Before they even let him go into the fucking jail, this nigga was like, and he was a correction officer. This nigga had an anxiety attack. He's like, <laughs> he put his hand on his chest because this one of the signals like, oh, I got heartburn. Or you say, this pot is too crowded. That's another fucking like, all right, that's your safety work. They said the only time you cannot give up is when you're in the holding cell getting processed. This nigga said, fuck that rule. <laughs> My heart burned, nigga. This water's crowded. <laughs> <laughs> While being processed. He said, hell no. Nah. Unprocess me. Hey, hey, nigga. This is fake. I ain't supposed to be here. This is fake. This is fake. I'm not supposed to be here. I'm actually a correction officer. Like, these niggas doing the job. I'm supposed to. Let me get behind the counter. Let me type on the computer. <laughs> that, that nigga said, that nigga's in the jail every day on the, the other gig, side. The gig is up, nigga. I'm done. I'm done. Shut I'm up, done. nigga. Uh-uh. I ain't from nowhere. Fuck that. <laughs> Fuck all this, <laughs> nigga. This is not for me, nigga. Oh, nigga, shit. give me, give me a uniform and a badge, nigga. I'm more comfortable on that side, nigga. Hell no, do not do that shit. Jesus, oh, the man. woman that was a police officer. This girl, this girl must have been. She had the attitude of like hall monitor of the year, nigga. <laughs> she thought she was gonna kill this shit. <laughs> they have like what is like, and, and that shit's in Alabama. There's like uh ten. 10 like blocks for all the prisoners majority of them are men one is for women only one out of that whole prison it is filled up with women it is crazy oh, yeah. she was like oh, oh, oh shit like this wasn't what i was expecting this is <laughs> fucking this is not orange is the new black this crazy. is real <laughs> yes and yeah. she had to tell the rest of the cast like she had to tell them she was in the military or something like that she could oh, yeah. not disclose that she was a police officer because on season oh, before. Oh, you can't tell anything. Yeah, the motherfuckers will kill your shit. ass. Like, there's people in there who just don't give a fuck. And they will kill you. And it's, she's in there freaking the fuck out. Like, thank God I didn't tell these people I was a police officer. Like, yeah, y'all y'all thought this shit was fun? Right. Your ass ain't going on in there. Fuck that. Camp. Yeah. Hell no. They call it the Great Bar Hotel, man. It's just like... Hey, but you know, it's like a people fast. Mark is gonna start the the open mic. <laughs> Mark is gonna be out there and do it. He's gonna have a Netflix owe, special. Oh, y'all niggas money. Y'all don't want me to go. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. No, I got it. Little Dicky got it. Oh, Dennis, twenty dollars, man. I gotta pay everybody in this. <laughs> like, all right, y'all can go. Bro. It'd be funny to see you do like that, Ali Sadiq, like like a comedy special from jail. Because after after that, you're like, actually, in the end, I won everybody's hearts, and they all love me. And then I did a comedy special right. there. I was the funniest dude in the prison. That's how I'm seeing it. But that's the I best need case a rehearsal scenario. for that shit. Hell no. Oh yeah, maybe you should go on a on rehearsal and rehearse you going to jail for the show. That's Hell no, one of them actors going to whooping somebody ass. Yeah. They gonna have like one nigga chained up to like a motherfucking dolly. Nigga, doing his open oh mic set. God. Oh, my God. <laughs> With the mask on. Right up to the Hannibal Lecter mask. Yeah. You going to do a comedy scene version of Longest Yard? Man? Hell no. Yeah, you going to 
yeah. But you know, that's how Joey Diaz came up. He yeah, said in jail. when he was in jail, they would no have way. him come up. Yep. And he didn't know he was doing stand-up, but he, but he would be talking shit. They're like, hey, Joey, be talking that shit like you be doing. So he would stand up in the in the me, in the the uh, child line, in the, in the cafeteria, just talking shit, standing up in front of everybody. And they'd be busting out laughing. He'd be roasting niggas and all this kind of shit. And then when he got out, he that's when he that's was like, he oh, let me go do stand-up. Damn, Fuck. that is crazy, though, yeah. too, because it's just like, see, imagining that, like, Nigga, people are in there who are like really crazy, and a lot of people have mental issues and stuff like that. You know, that's what I mean? probably the like, only therapy that they. That's was like a real escape for them. Like, oh man, I would get to like yeah. my body gets to have this chemical reaction of laughter. Yeah, you get to drop that the politics, and you get to drop that toughness. That, yeah, like, that's what I'm saying. Fight or flight mode. Right. Shit. Everybody's having a good time. That shit is insane. You ain't don't. We can't do that show. No, no fuck that. Uh, go to bag. Now, this is definitely. <laughs> Plenty of different ways to get 50 let, grand. Let me, Sell drugs, nigga. Fuck that. <laughs> I'm going to go take a piss. Let me go climb up under this table. Uh, okay. Nah, we can just wrap it up. My, oh, yeah. my, my boss called me, so I, need, I probably need I do got a pizza. Where, where we at? Where we at on the... Oh, we good. We good. We good. We solid. Uh, August 26th, baby. Union Hall, Brooklyn, New York. Get them tickets. It's going to be lit. Look, we, uh, we're we going to tape it like a special because oh, yeah. we, we want to pitch the show around... So we really want to have a good environment that's going to look good on camera. So come out and help us out, man. Like, yeah. fill that shit up. Buy your ticket. Buy it early. Bring Tell a weed. friend. Bring some friends that you mm-hmm. know would enjoy this shit. Mm-hmm. Just send them the link of one of the episodes. Send yeah. them a clip off Instagram. Straight up. Mm-hmm. Send them a clip. Like, bring one of your friends. Like, I'm pretty sure uh, y'all, but there's some of y'all that are going to be there that have never been to a stand-up comedy show. Right. So find friends who bring have never been to a stand-up comedy show and let us Change your motherfucking life. And it's life. not just a stand-up show. It's an experience. It's we an do, experience. We're going yeah. we to really it's give it to you. It's an experience. Yes. yes. We will see y'all in Brooklyn, and the rest of y'all will see y'all next week on YouTube. Yep. Listen to listen to us on Spotify, iTunes, Pandora. iHeart. iHeart. It's, it's everywhere. Cop the merch. Cop the merch. Yes, Cop the link the merch. in the bio. You merch. know what I'm saying? Rate the podcast. Download it. Share it. Share that shit. Appreciate yep. y'all. Yep. Make yep. us yep. famous like you do. These people that don't have no motherfucking time. Be on some bullshit. For real. Yep. Yep. Check me out on uh Def Noodles show. Mm. And check me out on the vegan chitlin circuit. Yeah. Shout out to Def Noodles. Shout out to Dennis, man. Dennis, we appreciate you oh, so yeah. fucking Thank you, thank you, thank you, Dennis. Thank you, thank you, thank you. <laughs>